Hello and welcome. My name is Geraint John and this is Series 2, Episode 8 of the Voice for Voice podcast recorded for your ears in Brixton, London. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm good. I'm always good. Yeah, I know you are. So here we go. It's episode eight of the Voice for Voice podcast. Season two. Yeah, season two in Brixton. Live, we're on Twitter live. No one watching, but they will be. And <laughs> lots going on in the voice world at the moment. It's um, turning a bit of a, a corner, I think. Seeing loads of uh, positive stuff online about predictions for the future. So yeah, it's hold on tight, Tom, I think. It really is. It really is. It's, we've had a couple of great guests on the last two episodes, so yeah. it's just back to us two now. I know. I really enjoyed having uh, Jake on the podcast last week, and we meditated. For those of you that haven't uh, heard it yet, we actually meditated on the podcast for three minutes. So not amazing podcast material, because no. it was silent. Audio doesn't really work with audio. What? Silence? Just sitting in silence. No. So that was good, and I thought we covered some quite interesting topics, the voice for good being the kind of overriding theme, and it it definitely feels like voice is something that can make the world, can help the world, help people with disabilities. It's an amazing way for charities to actually donate money, to get money, and just to spread positive, positive news rather than negative, negative hate which so it's happens quite, on social. Uh, well, it happens on social media, doesn't it? It pisses me off, actually. That on Twitter, it's such a negative kind of uh, platform mm. at the moment. It's just Instagram's a little bit warmer, but Twitter is a very hateful platform. So is Facebook as well. Is it? Yeah. I don't really spend much time on Facebook. Just look at the comments on any kind of news story. It's all Do you What do you troubling. use then? Facebook. Really? Yeah. We're not Facebook friends, are we? No. No. No, we're not. No. I mean, do you want to be? It's a bit weird, isn't it? Don't have to be. No, we don't have to be. Oh, God. Uh, but I use Instagram and LinkedIn more. I think LinkedIn is definitely something that's evolved um, yeah. over the last few years. And I'm noticing that influencers are using it now as their number one platform. And Gary Vaynerchuk wears a little suit. Yeah, yeah. adorable. I know. He's he's putting on his suit for uh, the LinkedIn profile, (laughs) which did make me laugh. So anyway, Anyway. enough of that. Uh, Should we get on with this? Yeah. Okay, so what are we chatting about today then? So we're going to be testing our skill of the week, which is Ocado. For those of you who aren't based in the UK, Ocado is a supermarket delivery service. It's a posh supermarket. Yeah. Basically, if you you get... A cardo delivery. It's a status. It's a status thing. You know, the neighbours are like, Things oh are my well. God, look at, <laughs> look at Will. He's had a promotion in work. A cardo rocking up and they even carry the bags in for you. <laughs> Whereas the other ones, if you get an Asda or a Sainsbury's delivery, the guy just drops them off. 
in some of them, they don't even give you bags. I'm quite really? experienced in the food really? delivery because we get all our food delivered. My wife just orders an unbelievable amount. Of, you wouldn't believe the stuff that she orders. And it's just like there's bags and bags and bags and bags and bags of just stuff that we, I don't know, do, I've got, I suppose, big family. So Yeah. Well, now you can do it via voice. So you can order all, all more. But it is really good. And I've, I actually do use this skill at home, but it's really handy for when you've run out of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we'll obviously we'll test, test it. it. Yeah. And then perhaps the biggest news we've had for a while, we've talked about it. You're not pregnant, are you? <laughs> not yet. No. We've discussed it for a while. When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And it looks like Alexa may have just served her very first ad. Even though Amazon are denying. Even though they're denying it. Because I asked someone if they were going to ever run ads and they said no. So, well, that's uh, what they would say, isn't it? Until they do run ads. And now they have. Well, they're saying we'll, they we'll have we'll, we'll, we'll see what see what you think. But I think, for me, it's very much an ad, whatever yeah. they say. We'll also be mentioning Siri's new, Apple's new Siri AirPods. So AirPods, obviously massive. You can now activate Siri via AirPods, which kind of means amazing, hands-free, Siri, voice-activated commands wherever you are without having to get your phone out, which I think could be pretty big i'd say i'd say i've noticed well we'll chat about more about the pods actually in a bit but i had pods ages ago and thought i was like oh, I've, I've got pods i'm like from the future and now everyone's got pods i don't mm. want pods anymore because everyone's got them i want something else you are very pods yeah but I've, i'm kind of self-conscious now because everyone's <laughs> got pods but i suppose there's a certain type of person as well but the thing is to get the uh, the new pods, isn't it? It's like, oh, look at these guys with that. It's yours. Yeah, God, they're not voice even, enabled, though, are they? No, you kind of, you need some if you're going to carry on. I ordered some, this is really tragic, okay? I ordered some pods online from New York, which were red. So they were 100 quid extra because they were painted. 100 quid extra? Yeah. But oh. I felt so bad. I felt like such a disgrace. <laughs> That I actually sent them back, but Good what? I, I, so I yeah. guess that's testament to what I just said. I want to. I want the pods, but I want the red pods. Yeah. I don't want the white pods. But I want to stand, stand out. out. So when I'm on the tubes, like, oh, look at the guy in the red pods. But it could work against me because it just you can get cheaper, worse pods that aren't Apple that are red. So I just look like I can't afford knockoff, which pods. I can't anyway. So the uh, Bixby pods, the Bixby pods. Anywho, there's been a slightly controversial survey claiming that 45% of millennials are using voice assistants during shopping. We're going to be looking at whether that can possibly have any kind of truth to it. It definitely doesn't match up with what the kind of other data we've seen, but interesting nonetheless, I think over a thousand people surveyed, so it's not, not we can't dismiss it completely, I don't no. think. And then we're going to be talking a bit about Bing's new app functionality, so they can now read back search results via voice. So as if we needed any more signals that voice search is going to be absolutely massive, that's just another big one. Obviously, Bing is the search engine of Alexa, so this could go some way to breaching the Google-Bing divide in terms of ability of the search engine. And then we have our head-to-head. Yeah, and just our head-to-head this week is, so you're right, listen to this, you are hearing this correctly, we're going to be testing Siri to see if she can find us a dog walker locally and who are we going to be putting her against 
him or her actually series series uh, gender neutral is it oh okay well him or her i think google home okay yeah okay i think google home interesting interesting Okay, so, all right. So should, should we test our skit of the week first? Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, so. Do the honours. I'll do the honours. Here we go. Alexa, ask Ocado what's in season. Butternut squash is at its best. And cube squash and sage to macaroni and cheese for a scrumptious veggie bang. Speak to you later. That's such an Ocado answer. It is. Butternut, butternut squash. squash. I like a bit of butternut squash, so, actually. Okay, let's let's go into a bit more detail. Yeah, so imagine you're so in I'm your in the kitchen. kitchen. So I'm in the kitchen and I'm feeling relaxed. It's a Friday night and I'm thinking about what I'm cooking the next day and I'm cooking something and I need prawns. Okay. But I haven't got any prawns. So let's see if uh, Ocado can help me out. Alexa, ask Ocado to add prawns to my shopping trolley. No problem. I've added Waitrose extra large cream prawns at £4.99 to your Ocado trolley. Speak to you soon. Cool. Alexa, ask Ocado when I can edit my order until. Sorry, I can't find any orders for you. Please double check the app or website. Alexa, ask Ocado what's in my trolley. You have three items in your trolley totaling mm. ten pounds and ninety-nine pence. To check for a specific item, say ask Ocado if I have cheese in my trolley. Alexa, ask Ocado if I have cheese in my trolley. Some good nursery rhyme. <laughs> yes, I found essential waitress medium cheddar in your Ocado trolley. Hmm. But I want to change it. Alexa, ask Ocado to edit my order. You have three items in your trolley totaling £10.99. To check for a specific item, say ask Ocado if I have cheese in my trolley. Alexa, ask Ocado if I have prawns in my trolley. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Right. So that's the scale. I mean, the basics are there. What, where I think it would be useful is if you're... Because sometimes you're, you just something comes into your mind... And you could just literally say it right then and there. Like, Alexa, ask Ocado to put breadsticks in my trolley. And then you don't have to think about it. Yeah, I guess it's... Sorry. Alexa. Hold on, I'm going to ask... Try searching for something else. Alexa, ask Ocado to put anchovies in my trolley. Almost there. No problem. I've added Cook's and Company anchovy fillets in sunflower oil at one pound and twelve pence to your Ricardo trolley. Oh, that's fine. Goodbye. Bye. So it's a bit. Of, it's an introduction, isn't yeah. it? It's nowhere. It's clunky. It, it doesn't actually allow you to specifically, unless you know the full name of it. It will just give you a random one. Like yeah. for example, the cheddar. So I want to add gorgonzola. I wonder if I can add gorgonzola. Yeah, Alexa. Ask Ocado to add gorgonzola cheese to my trolley. No problem. I've added Waitrose one origami's gorgonzola picante at £2.69 to your Ocado trolley. Bye for now. Okay, so you can. You can basically, as long as you know what it is, you can add it on. Yeah, interesting that they, they chose the Waitrose brand for the prawns and for the gorgonzola instead of giving you the option of, it would be nice to have options, wouldn't it? But then 
you've got to balance that with the clunkiness of it. If they were like, do you want an enlisted five different cheddar brands? That's just not yeah, a but good experience. I, but, no, but the cheddar, I can't believe we're talking about this, but there's so many cheeses available. Yeah. That you, I don't want a medium, mild cheddar because no. I don't like it. I want a mature, vintage Canadian cheddar, which is sixth strength. That's what I like. Mm, difficult. It is difficult. So if we were to give that marks out of 10, so bearing in mind all these supermarkets are going to have these skills and there's going to be like in the same way, well, I think Ocado led the way with the app actually because the app's amazing. So you can just book all mm. your shopping on the tube, etc., or wherever you are. What marks would you give that out of 10? I like it because, as I said, it's very practical. When something pops into your head, you can just put it in your basket and then forget about it. Obviously, a few teething problems, but I'm going to give it a generous seven. Seven. I'm going to give it, yeah, six, maybe. Fair. It's not amazing, but they can improve on it. Yeah. They but exciting. Improve. I think in terms of voice commerce, food is something which is going to be a, a trailblazer. Because there's not as much, it's, you wouldn't really want to buy a t-shirt via Alexa because you obviously want to look at it and get a better feel of it. But if it's an Apple, yeah, you don't really need to see it. You know, you know what you're going to get. So I wonder if would, you'll be able to use Siri because what would be amazing would well, we'll chat about this in a second. But so I've got my pods on and I'm walking around Brixton and I suddenly remember that I want to, I need you know whole grain rice for my tea tomorrow. Can you use Siri to edit the... Because that would be amazing. If I wonder. You, well, you can't, but that's what's obviously going to happen next. We'll, we'll, tra- we'll come on to mm. this anyway. We'll come on to this. All right, so... so the Ale- first ever ad on Alexa. Was it an ad or wasn't it an ad? Should we, should we play the clip? Yeah, let's play. So this was in the UK, and it was... A couple of people noticed this. They asked Alexa, very kind of normal conversation, normal stuff saying, how's it going? How are you? bit strange that they're asking their Alexa that but this is the response Alexa how are you today? I'm fired up for battle I've been playing Fortnite if you're also aboard the battle bus ask me where should I drop in Fortnite to hear my recommended landing spots so for those of you who missed that Alexa says, he just says, how are you? Alexa says, I'm fired up for battle. I've been playing Fortnite. If you're also aboard the battle bus, ask me where to drop in Fortnite to hear my top landing spots. So on the surface, this sounds like an unashamed promotion for the game Fortnite. Yeah, it does. It's a bit, it reminds me, this is a really difficult one, this, because this is a new form of advertising because it's basically... It's brand awareness, isn't it? Surely it's just making people aware that it's really subtle. It's really subtle. Well, Amazon. What do Amazon have say? denied it? They've denied they have. it. I've said they um, have. when customers ask Alexa about her interests, she occasionally responds with answers that make reference to popular culture. Today's answer referenced a popular video game Fortnite. This was not an advertisement. Advertisement. We have not introduced advertising on Alexa. I mean, that's just. I mean, they've. At the very least, they have promoted a skill, which is fair enough. They want to increase discoverability. So some people have come out and said, this isn't an ad. This is them trying to encourage downloads of the Fortnite Alexa skill. However, this is obviously becomes a very interesting gray area because if 
it's a branded skill, then by driving discoverability, that skill, you are advertising it. You're also advertising the brand. There's no, there's no way you could argue you're not. So, so, if I, so I guess it could be, you could ask Alexa, how are you today? And, and she could say, I'm okay. I am busy doing my Ocado shop. I've got yeah. people coming over tomorrow and I'm, and I'm cooking a big goat curry and I need to get some, you know, ingredients. If you want to find out more, just ask me to add but we're not, to but the But we're not advertising market. it, of course. We're just, no, we're just driving you know, discoverability. Yeah, we're driving discoverability. And we're not here to make any money out of it either, no. are we? We're just here for the good of mankind. So if they manage to get away with that argument, then surely that paves the way for a huge amount of advertising, which isn't actually classed as advertising. Yeah, so, well, we've seen it a little bit on flash briefings that there's, you know, advertisements and sponsorships. And my view is that um, Amazon have a grand plan for advertising. So clearly, we have spoken about this numerous times, that the skill store, um, there will be a pay-per-click potential opportunity to get to the top of that. And then... There will be content, uh, sponsored content opportunities then within kind of flash briefings. And there'll be a whole industry that is created selling ad space on voice-enabled content. I think that's the other fascinating thing about this is the, it's a glimpse of what the the creativity of the ads, which could be used in the future. So I always envisaged just a kind of search-based, if you ask Alexa to find a burger restaurant, someone will pay to be the top result. But this is actually much more creative. It's weaving ads into everyday conversations. Well, it's like a podcast. You know, the ads on podcasts are read up by the host and they're really effective. So Joe Rogan reads, you know, an ad from a jeans company and you go and Google the jean company. Are those Joe Rogan jeans? No, No. No, they're not. They're not actually. (laughs) Not that effective then. (laughs) Well, no, but I'm not, I'm not for me. I'm not going to listen to what Joe Rogan's jeans uh, choices are. No, but, but some people will. And looking at your jeans, I think you need to... <laughs> yeah, these are, Jesus these are from Joe Rogan. Are they, they're, like, they're like the type of jeans that you put on when you're going to do the painting on a Sunday, you know? Anyway, yeah. moving on, moving on. So what are we chatting about next then, Will? So, Siri, AirPods, yeah. Siri enabled, an obvious step. I was slightly surprised that they didn't have Siri functionality on the original versions. You can tap them twice and then it... Right. Yeah. So but these will be all the time Siri enabled. So really annoying kind of hipsters just walking around. Yeah. I've just got a vision of a guy in a suit storming down. Yeah. Storming around uh, Leicester Square just shouting, Hey, Siri. (laughs) Yeah, I, I tell you what. What's bu- going on with the FTSE 100? Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, the bus I... Oh, right, this is Siri. Oh. So the bus that I get in the morning sometimes when I'm not walking or in a taxi, you would not talk using your AirPods. No. Because you're going to get beaten. No. Someone's going to like and grab rightly you. so. Rightly so. I was on the bus today and there was this ridiculous, I just hear these insane conversations between people. There was a woman talking to a guy in a wheelchair, bless him, who'd just come from the hospital and she had a bad foot. She was talking to the guy in the wheelchair who was a young guy. I thought really, you know, bless him, he's in a wheelchair. What? And she was asking, why are you in a wheelchair? And he was saying, I just right. don't want to talk about it. Is it temporary? Is it permanent? Wow. He's going, 
it's temporary, but I don't really want to talk about it. How did oh, it happen? God. Were you in a car crash? Oh, really? God, yes, I was. And he kept on answering. Was it night? No, no, no. And there was an intervention Gosh. by the bus driver and the poor guy. And I just said to him as I walked off the bus, I bet you wish you didn't get on this bus. He said, yeah, I really wish that I didn't. So that's the sort of right. bus that I get on in the morning, listeners. Gosh. Not selling intrusive. it. Intrusive. It's very intrusive. And yeah, things... I, and I once got told off on the bus... I put my feet on, I was really tired and I had a really long day and I just put, not like, wasn't lying down, but I just put my foot on the seat opposite. Mm, and then this will get angry about that. Really did. And then this woman said to me, you actually being serious? You actually doing that? And I just felt for that moment, like a total scumbag. I just felt like I'd broken. A rare moment of self-reflection. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt really bad. And I, I went through all the emotions kind of, well, initially anger and then... Yeah, realizing that I probably was maybe in the wrong. And then, you know, the third emotion was apologies. So I apologized on behalf of my family. Anyway, Good. back to so what? So is it a game changing moment? Yes, totally. Because it's voice on the go, isn't it? So yeah. it's. You, you know, don't have to get your phone out, you're just talking. Yeah, I read an interesting piece this week that someone was saying that the new startup, so like Twitter, Instagram, Uber, used mobile phones as a way of launching their products. So phones are, you know, it's are for the masses. We've all got them. So it makes sense to launch on a phone, so via an app, that the new wave of entrepreneur will bypass the phone and will be creating voice first, using voice as the, you know, the number one technology to launch their product. And I, and I think when you think about it, that's going to happen, isn't it? Because if, if we're shifting towards pods and talk, okay, not everyone's going to have a pod. They are quite expensive. But if over the next few years we shift to a, a world where we are talking instead of writing and, and you know using our phones, then that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So Amazon really need to get into the... They need some Alexa pods, basically. Like yeah, they're that. a bit behind. But they don't have a phone to go with them. But they've surely got to be thinking about getting into the mobile phone market. Like, there's, there's a constant debate going around about whether, will they, won't they? And I think the consensus is they, they probably won't. But obviously that's a huge disadvantage. Mm. Anywho, so just a very quick look at a study which said 45 percent of millennials are using a voice assistant while they make while they're shopping so what is a millennial well a millennial i guess you're you're not a millennial are you just outside the millennial bracket i think it's it's something like people who are aged i don't know what it goes down to there's one below millennials now i think it's around like 20 22 up to about 30 30 or something and then they're the kind of well, generation derided as seven so it might it might be like 30 something i don't know 38 no you're not a millennial sorry but this doesn't mean that 45 percent of people are buying things with voice assistant it basically means that they're using voice at some stage in the process and largely this is when they're searching for the product so if you're searching for something a lot of 45 percent of millennials when they buy something they'll either search for information about it or ask about reviews via voice which i think if it's true, is absolutely massive. And I think it means that for brands, they need to be aware of this. 
and they need to have a voice strategy for making their products and service discoverable through voice assistance. And an absence in this rising product discovery channel could result in lost sales to competitors, especially if you're targeting the millennial market. Mm. So if you're a company, I think voice you just need to, when people are asking about your products using voice, you either need to have a skill, a Google action, or a voice-optimized website in place but so not that you voice, can answer. But you need, you'll need one page for traditional search and then one page for voice because you can to optimize it for both would be a bloody nightmare yeah okay so this all falls into voice strategy which is something if you're a brand listening to this you should be definitely definitely thinking about you should get in touch with us because that's what we do plug yeah (laughs) being introduced voice search so bing can now read voice results back to you well um obviously big for alexa (laughs) this this part was going to be much more interesting when we were going to test it but i actually downloaded the bing app and it didn't read the results back to me so mm. i don't know if they're just making stuff up at this point for who knows for attention but it didn't <laughs> they, they were just showing the results like normal but another big win for voice search and people who think that voice search can be big and obviously alexa uses bing so important that alexa closes mm. the gap on google okay so is it our head to head time Head to head. Okay, so Google versus do? Siri. All right, should we try Google first? So I have a, a wonderful dog. Have you? Well, my, my family does, so right. I do. Okay. Technically, but called Winston. Res- I'm not responsible, no, I just pet well, him. What? Winston. Oh, right, that's figures. So we're going to book a, a dog walker. Yeah. Hey, Google, find me a dog walker in Brixton. I found a few places. The first one is Hound Run, Pet Rescue and Low Cost Boarding at Elmore House, Loughborough Road, London. It's not a dog. The second one is Dave's Paws at London. The third one is Lucky Paws Dog Walking and Cats Sitting in Clapham at 31D Crescent Grove, London. Right. Mm, not, okay. not blown away by that. Not blown away by that at all. Okay, so let's... Uh... Let's ask Siri. Siri, find me a dog walker in Brixton. Okay, so it's showing me some results from Safari. Chelsea Dog Walker, three miles away. Kiwi Dog Walker, 1.7 miles away. So, I mean, fine, I've got the results, but ideally I wanted something on voice, which I could then contact directly via my voice assistant. So you're not going to call them? I'm not going to call them, no. I don't even know. It, Go on. I have to unlock Just my phone. Unlock it. Call the dog walker and book it for Winston. Say that you've got a dog called Winston. Siri, find me a dog walker in Brixton. Uh, it's 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 assuming I said Brixton now. Um, it's it's sport the magic. It's sport the magic. Okay, so that brings to the close another episode of the Voice for Voice podcast, brought to you from Brixton. Southeast London. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you very much. Don't forget to follow me on social profiles, Twitter and Instagram, username Garrett John. We'll be back at the same time next week. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful uh, rest of uh, the week and weekend.